Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Long Beach City Prosecutor Doug Halbert, as we continue our 26th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a wonderful show for you tonight. The entire show is with our Long Beach City Prosecutor, Doug Halbert. Doug, welcome back to Straight Talk. Thank you for having me, Art. Glad to be here. You bet. Let's start with uh, a recent development, which is the death penalty. Our governor has seen fit to uh, declare a moratorium on death penalty. Uh, you as a prosecutor uh, and other prosecutors probably have a different view. Well, I, I don't handle death penalty cases. Our office prosecutes misdemeanor cases. But you're right, that's huge news. And I think it's big news for a number of reasons. Uh, first of all, it shines a light on the problems that we have with executing our death penalty here in California. It's been years and years since anyone's actually been put to death here in California. So for the most part, we really don't have an effective death penalty deterrent in California. There's nobody who really believes that someone is going to be put to death here at any time in the near future. So what the governor did, though, is controversial because the voters recently voted on whether or not to eliminate the death penalty, and overwhelmingly the people of California believe they want to keep it. Um, they actually want to streamline the process and make it a lot faster. So what the governor did, in a sense, and why it's you know, making so many people irate, is he looked at the election results and did the opposite um, from what the voters had determined just uh, a year or two ago. Is the governor's obligation in matters like this to follow the will of the people or to exercise his own moral judgments? Well, it's hard to say that uh, any leader is elected to ignore the will of the, the voters, but uh, I, I also listened very carefully to the words uh, that he used when he, he made the statement, when he made his, his announcement. Uh, and I, I think that that's a trend that we're going to see in this country. I think there will be a day when there are no more uh, death penalty cases. Really? I really do believe there will be a day uh, when it will be off the table and life imprisonment will be the maximum uh, form of punishment, even for the most heinous crimes. Do you view uh, the death penalty as a deterrent or just in people's minds? Well, I think that's the reason it's been kept on the books, is they believe that if a person is going to commit a crime, they do think about the consequences. And that's why we've seen an increase in the penalties over the years. We believe tougher on crime will deter criminals from doing things. Um, but there's, it's very hard to actually say that the death penalty has a stronger deterrent than life in prison. Most criminals don't believe they're going to get caught. And for that reason, the punishment is not the primary concern of theirs. Their primary concern is not getting uh, caught and prosecuted at all. They're not thinking they're going to get caught. That's why they do it. Well, this will be a distinct uh, discussion that uh, will continue, I'm sure. Let's turn to the problem of homelessness, one we've so spoken about before. Uh, an increasing problem in cities throughout California, including Long Beach and elsewhere. Uh, 
What to do about homelessness? You know, the, the, the same governor who ended the, the, the death penalty, or at least is su suspending it during his term, also made an announcement that we have a crisis here in California, and it's caused by, by homelessness. Um, what we're seeing on the street level, of course, the number of the cases that we have involving homeless people seems to be going up. Now, I've seen different numbers. L.A. County had a number saying homelessness was rising. Long Beach had a number that said, at least in Long Beach, homelessness is going down. I have not met very many people who believe homelessness is on the decline. The appearance is that uh, homelessness and the blight that it creates is actually on the increase. What I've seen as a prosecutor is a number of our cases where people would have gotten help, help I mean, stabilized on medication if they have some type of uh, mental disorder, um, get off of drugs, get sober off of drugs and alcohol. Those people a few years ago may have had a small period, two weeks, three weeks, 30 days in custody where they might be able to get stabilized. And we're not seeing that anymore. We're seeing people released so quickly uh, that they're getting pushed back out on the streets. So I'm not surprised at the increase in homelessness. Well, uh, wh what is the best approach then to this problem that is increasing? Well, I think it's, uh, there's an indication in Long Beach, at least, that cooperating together between agencies makes a big difference. Just to give you an example, healthcare uh, was in its own silo until very recently. Law enforcement was in its own silo until very recently. And now, at least in Long Beach, we get the fact that the two need to communicate. The same people that are going to hospitals, for example, because of drug overdoses, are the same folks that may have been arrested in the last week or two by the police for drug possession. We're starting now to, to help people who are in custody, if they stay long enough, get moved into residential services. In fact, our office started a pilot program that we call PAD, Priority Access Diversion, for the most frequent offenders who are actually facing real jail time. When I say real jail time, maybe you know, three months to six months. And we're actually giving them, as an alternative, live-in residential treatment, uh, which hopefully will not have them go back to the streets and be homeless, but actually get them stabilized for at least 90 days so they can get uh, supportive housing as a next step. Speak to us about your lead diversion program and the, the priority access uh, division. So the priority access diversion program is our, our pilot program that takes people who otherwise would be in custody and we move them into live-in residential treatment. LEAD, which stands for Law Enforcement Assisted Diversion, is the same concept that just moves it sooner in time. So instead of arresting a person and bringing them to court and having them face criminal charges, the police are connecting them on the street directly with a case manager. And we believe that providing intensive case management from the street level, not, not waiting until they're in custody for, for a day or two, and give them the option, do you want residential treatment, give them intensive case management, that might be a better uh, alternative to simply allowing the people to cycle through the criminal justice system. We've had a pilot here in, in Long Beach. There's only two pilots in California. One is in North Long Beach. It's been going on for about two and a half years. 276 people have been referred into the program. About 10% of them are now in permanent housing, but all of them have received and signed up for intensive case management just to try to help them kick their drug addiction. Just for the record, a person has a legal right to be homeless, right? You can't arrest someone for being homeless. Correct. It's not a crime to be homeless. That is correct. But there's an awful lot of crime that, by uh, definition, follows homelessness. Public urination, public defecation. Um, being in, in the parks and other areas after hours, which is illegal. There are a number of things that just seem to come with it. Um, and by the way, a lot of the folks who are homeless 
uh, are addicted to drugs. And so they often have to steal in order to support that habit. So there, there's a lot of crime. Uh, the, homelessness is not a crime, but almost every person that's homeless does engage in so, at some level in some kind of criminal activity. And the, uh, uh, not only crime, but there's a health hazard with homelessness because of uh, uh, the refuse that accumulates and uh, drug paraphernalia. Absolutely, uh, and the health department is very concerned about that. Countywide, we've seen this, and I know in Santa Ana, they had a problem uh, with, with disease being spread among homeless camps, and certainly that's a problem in Los Angeles County. We're actually lucky we have not had any outbreaks yet, as of the date of this show, which really caused harm to the general public. The, the harm is usually uh, concentrated in the areas where the homeless camps are. But we are absolutely going to see uh, infestations of certain types of uh, diseases as a result of concentrated homelessness that doesn't get abated for long periods of time. Well said, and we'll be continuing our discussion with our city prosecutor after these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. We're back and uh, continuing our discussion with Long Beach City Prosecutor Doug Halbert. Let's 
talk about the drug, drug epidemic, which is uh, a problem that uh, cities throughout the country face, uh, and particularly with the opioid addiction. Sure, absolutely. Uh, it's a nationwide uh, problem. In fact, it really hasn't hit California as hard as it's hit many states on the East Coast. Uh, last year, we had about 70,000 deaths uh, to drug overdose, uh, and it's going up. Um, it has slowed the rate of increase, but it is still uh, increasing. And a lot of it is driven by synthetic opioid drugs such as fentanyl, uh, which can be manufactured abroad and brought in here in very small uh, sizes, but it actually uh, can be used uh, among hundreds and hundreds of people. It's 50 times more potent than heroin. Wow. And by the way, over the last nine years, since 2010, we've seen the number of heroin-related overdoses go up fourfold. We've seen the number of synthetic opioid, like fentanyl, overdoses go up tenfold just in that nine-year period. Actually, what, really more of an eight-year period. What is the reason for the widespread uh, use of opioids? Well, I think there's a lot of reasons. Uh, there were um, uh, drugs that were prescribed by doctors, over-prescribed by doc doctors. Oxycontin is one of them. And as they decreased the supply of oxy out there, they made it harder for oxy to be given to people by doctors to their patients. Those patients then look for an illegal source somewhere. They go to the streets because they're already addicted. Uh, oxy is a form of, of heroin, if you will. It's a, it's a semi-synthetic form. So people look for the same drug. They just can't get it from their doctor anymore, so they go to the streets. And unfortunately, it is so potent uh, that it's killing people, and it's killing people all across uh, America. And it is, it is still on the rise. I'm worried uh, if that epidemic ever does hit California because of our population and the number of people that are addicted to drugs, um, how that might affect uh, us here with overdose deaths. Very concerning. So are you currently prosecuting any opioid addiction cases? Well, when you say addiction, we, we prosecute uh, possession of, of drugs, uh, certainly. Uh, if, if you are selling drugs, if you're caught selling drugs or transporting large amounts of drugs, that's going to be a, a felony-type case. Uh, the district attorney's office handles uh, felonies. But we absolutely take them seriously. The problem that we face is that the, the laws in California have resulted in very little you can do when someone uh, has drugs. You can offer them uh, services, but what we've found is that most people that need the services don't want it. Don't and those that want the services can't get it. So we're, we're running into uh, a number of problems that are really the result of different parts of the government not cooperating, not communicating, not collaborating together. But your office has been quite creative in finding alternatives to the criminal justice system for those that are impacted. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I mentioned the, the PAD program, the Priority Access Program. What we found is that in the first group of people that we diverted um, from court into residential treatment of the first 40 people, 36 of them were still in treatment uh, 60 days later. That's a huge number. It was far larger. Th these are not lockdown treatment facilities. They could yeah. walk out anytime they wanted. The fact that they spent 60 days in residential treatment means they were not on the streets for 60 days. They were getting stabilized for 60 days. They were getting some case management and other services for 60 days. I think that is really going to be the future of what we do as prosecutors for those that are willing to go into residential treatment, give them that as, as an option. Many of them don't want it. Most of them don't want it, but we have to, we have to be there often. But offering. those that do want it and take the treatment, you can hope that that uh, abstinence may continue 
uh, beyond the month or two after the treatment stops. Well, absolutely. They have to want to change some part of their life. So, but we need to give them the opportunity uh, to do that. And I do think that is the future. Now, that is the opposite of what I was saying a minute ago. That is collaboration between law enforcement, prosecutor, the courts, and, and treatment professionals. It's one of, the, one of the rare instances where we're all communicating all with the same goal in mind. I know another focus of you and your office is on truancy and the fact that truancy is a predictor of subsequent criminal behavior. How is that fight going? Well, interestingly, uh, uh, poor attendance is the number one predictor of juvenile delinquent crimes. So kids that are committing crimes when they're in ninth grade or 10th grade, you, a lot of time you can trace it back to missing a lot of school third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. And we're lucky here in Long Beach. We've got one of the best school districts in the nation. We really do. So I look at it as, as you know, part of my job, even though I'm not in the education system, again, we need to break down these, these silos. My job is to make sure kids are in school every single day and give support to the parents and encouragement. And yeah, I do have the ability to prosecute a parent if their children aren't going to school on a regular basis. I rarely use that, but I do use it as an opportunity to educate the parents on the benefits of education, get the kids back into school. The vast majority of the time when we have that sit down with the parents, their kids' attendance improves dramatically, and we focus on the schools that are in areas that are at high risk for drug, uh, I'm sorry, for gang uh, problems. So these are schools where kids at the age of 10, 11, and 12 are being recruited into gangs. If we can keep those kids in their seats at school, those kids are not going to join a gang and crime will go down along. From speaking with police department officials who handle some of these cases, uh, it, it's sad to say that if you see a kid who is going the gang route, it's a predictor uh, of, of future criminal uh, involvement. So uh, we'll have to be continuing our discussion after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah. But if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. We are back with our city prosecutor, Doug Halbert. Doug, you are the only elected 
prosecutor in the state of California. How did that happen? Well, the only elected city prosecutor, of course, every county has a district attorney. Yes. But uh, in, in California, there are only about 12 cities that prosecute their own cases. Uh, Long Beach is one of those. Each city is a little bit different. Some cities have an appointed or an elected city attorney who also oversees prosecution. But I'm elected specifically and solely to prosecute cases and keep the public safe. And just for the record, what are some of the benefits to Long Beach of having an elected city prosecutor? Well, the function of prosecuting is very different from representing the city council or drafting ordinances or defending the city in a civil lawsuit. They're just entirely different functions. So even the city attorneys that also do prosecution, they have very separate offices. Having a firewall between the two actually reduces the possibility for conflicts uh, between prosecuting someone and, for example, negotiating a contract with that person uh, separately through the city attorney's office. In fact, uh, Huntington Beach recently uh, added, they became the 12th city to prosecute cases uh, themselves, and they and believe who, it's who a huge success. Who, who does it in Huntington What office? In, in Huntington Beach, there's an elected city attorney, and he negotiated with the district attorney's office to have jurisdiction over certain misdemeanors in parts of the city, and not how, the whole city. How's that working out? They say it's a huge success. In fact, uh, the person who does the prosecution for Huntington Beach was a deputy in my office and got hired to go to Huntington Beach. So she's actually following our model of offering services as an alternative to prosecution uh, as well. That's Excellent. the Long Beach model. Excellent. Uh, talk for a moment about your impact awards. I know each year you select uh, uh, certain persons or groups uh, to give this award, recognizing their service to the city, and share that with us. Well, absolutely. And in keeping with our, our model, which is to be the most uh, community uh, you know, uh, accessible prosecuting office that we possibly can be, we recognize partners that work with us uh, and by giving them impact awards. They have to do something pretty significant in the year to make a positive impact in the city of Long Beach. So a couple examples, I mentioned our PAD program, Priority Access uh, Diversion. Yes. It would not work if it wasn't for the Department of Mental Health, which has a court linkage person in the court helping us, and also the uh, LA Center for Alcohol and Drug Abuse, or LACADA. They've been phenomenal partners uh, in this program. They've been helping to do the uh, assessments and to actually do the placements into residential treatment. That's one of our awards. Uh, we also gave an award this year, uh, our Kim Maddox Impact Award, named for a Long Beach police detective who died a few years ago of cancer. We gave that award to Stephen Fox, a detective who works on vehicular manslaughter cases with our office. And it turned out, we did not know this at the time, but it turned out at the time of the award, we found out he was undergoing treatment for cancer oh, himself. Wow. So there was a, a deep bond and a connection between the two of them. They, they actually had, had met each other on the force at the same time. They didn't work in the same unit, but that was a very emotional thing uh, for, for us. One other example, um, we actually have three neighborhood impact prosecutor programs in Long Beach. And so we uh, gave an award to one of our partners, the Downtown Long Beach Alliance, which has worked with us on the downtown area, really cleaning up some of the areas that historically have had problems with high, uh, high frequency offenders returning back to those areas. So it's really disturbing downtown. You get significant results from that program. Yeah, it's a focused program. So the prosecutor that reviews the cases is also the prosecutor that will handle the case in court. And it gives that person the opportunity to work with the Downtown Long Beach Alliance and the police officers that patrol downtown on certain corners and certain areas in the downtown area that need extra attention. And that's a very high visibility part of the city. And finally, if you had your dream magic wand for your office and your work, what would you want? What would you ask for? What, what do you need? 
Well, I, I mentioned uh, earlier today that we need to break down the silos between different government agencies. We're trying to do it. It's not easy to do, but clearly we need to share information across agencies better than we do. There's a lot, and, and so I'm not going to say more resources, because I will tell you, uh, we're not, we're number one, we're not going to get more resources, but I will tell you we need to do a much better job at sharing information and collaborating uh, because that is the future, is working with healthcare professionals and law enforcement and prosecutors in the courts, getting everybody on the same page to attack the problems we've talked about today, to attack the problem of drug overdose, to attack the problem of homelessness. There are many societal ills that we're not attacking very effectively because we're not talking. Fair enough. And we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. I think Long Beach is fortunate to have a prosecutor uh, of the quality of Doug Halbert uh, looking for creative ways to address very serious problems. And uh, he has gotten national recognition for some of the imaginative programs uh, you've heard us speak about tonight. So Doug, you have a minute left, whatever you want to say. Well, thank you, Art. I I'm truly blessed to be in this position, to be in a place where I can make a difference in the community that I love. Long Beach is a unique city, uh, and I couldn't do what I've done without a lot of support, and my staff is phenomenal. But I've also had a lot of support from the police department, the city council, city management. We're just very, very lucky to be working as part of a team where everyone sees uh, that the end result is what's important, not who gets the credit. Uh, I'm just very fortunate to be in, a, uh, in an organization like this, living in a place like Long Beach with a lot of exciting things uh, happening here. So 
Uh, that's the last thing I want to leave you with, Art. I've got a lot of hard work ahead of me, but I'm just very blessed to be in the job that I, that I am in. Thanks so much, Doug. Thank you for joining us here on Straight Talk. Thanks for having me, Art. And thank you at home from, for watching our show. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.